You smell that? Oh, yes, I do. Wait, how can you smell that? Well, I, I was kind of poking around and I noticed there's... It's poking like around your own nose? Mis- well, yeah, that and poking around in the kind of traditional sense uh, mm. to to uh, investigate, doing investigative journalism. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and I noticed that there's this like kind of vomit smell. Gross. Um, and it's like, it's coming from C Street, obviously. Commercial Street in Springfield, Missouri? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which is, that's, I was surprised that you had smelled it. Well, usually when I smell vomit, Dan, I, I guess that the source is usually some vomit. That's where the vomit smell comes from. Well, no, the, the source, Andy, mm. the source may surprise you. Oh, oh well, I, I love surprises. It's actually... Is that true? Do I love surprises? Yeah, I think I do. I had a little do a quick check of myself there. You ever had a surprise birthday party, Andy? No, but I had a surprise going away party. It was very nice. Mm. Thought it was going to be a small <laughs> dinner. Wait, wait, Andy. Andy. Whenever you got kicked out of that home, that was not a surprise going away party. <laughs> that was an intervention. <laughs> you were removed. So uh, No, when I when I was leaving Portland, I thought I was going to just walk down to a bar with some friends and then literally every friend I had in Portland was there and said surprise and it was nice. That's really nice, Andy. Anyway, vomit? Oh yeah, the smell it uh was it's it's actually coming from from me my uh i vomited oh (laughs) okay
Andy, that was Everybody's Happy Nowadays by Buzzcocks. Not the Buzzcocks, just Buzzcocks. Cool band. Yeah, a band that my lovely girlfriend is a big fan of, introduced me to. Uh, it's a song I really like. And then fun fact about the old Buzzcocks, they paid for one of my absolute favorite bands, The Fall. Uh, they were paid to record their first single. Wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I, would love to, yeah, I pretty... would love to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting time in Manchester music. I'm a, I'm a bit of an Anglophile, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the Queen and all that, isn't it? And, isn't it? Uh, Ooh, and and actually, I'm having a lovely English breakfast right now. I, it's it's the morning here it in Springfield, you. Missouri. You're listening to Radio Spring Food. Andy, what time is it there for you? And what are you eating? Well, <laughs> it is nine eleven p.m. Dan, and I'm not eating anything because it's nighttime. It's fully nighttime on Saturday night. Spending my Saturday night with you doing this, and I'm eating. A glass of bullet whiskey, which is Ooh. I'm eating a bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the traditional meaning of that. <sighs> so we had a really interesting theme plan for this episode and the next episode, Dan. I was going to do uplifting songs. You were going to do depressing songs. But I'm already thinking that maybe we got it mixed up and uh, uh, both did the same thing. So Okay, so... That is, I would say, the most upbeat song that I will be playing today, Andy. However, I would categorize it as depressing, at mm. least in in the uh, in the lyrical content. You know, okay, it's about uh, feeling dejected in a world where everyone around you seems quite happy. You know, I I'm, I'm I don't know about you. I'm here uh, in America. It's mm. Roughly 150 degrees at any given time. Yep. Uh, very hot, which is good, and it, it's it help it helps your pores to be that hot and um, yeah burning makes plants grow bigger. But other than that, everybody <laughs> everything pretty chill yeah. here in America. Everybody's happy nowadays. So that I, I I get it. I almost didn't choose this song, but I I really do love it, and uh, I I I, I kind of thought it was on theme. Now now you, however, were tasked with the uplifting half of this. What 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 did you call this series, Andy? Is this is this the Whiplash series? Ooh, that's really good. I like that. I like the whip, Whiplash Part One. Uh, I was thinking maybe up down is kind of how I was thinking it in my head. Well, you text whiplash. Yeah. You said whiplash via text. So I'm very smart. <laughs> you came up with that. First thought, best thought. <laughs> I like up down as well. Up, up, down, down, left, right, ABBA. The first song <laughs> that I'm going to play, Dan, which I think is very uplifting, is by a band that has the same word uh, as the band that you just picked. This band's called Coxsparer. <laughs> Or sparrer. I know it's Ooh. supposed to be like sparrow, but it's like the Cockney version of saying sparrow is S-P-A-R-R-E-R. Dan, this song is called We're Coming Back. We're coming back. 
favorites you want depressing andy uh, i'll give you a man singing about being 73 and mm. being in his rocking chair back home does he ever make it back to that old rocking chair andy i think so you know it says pushing age 73 i believe uh levon helm died at the ripe old age of 72 pushing age 73 himself hey i bet that rocking chair was waiting for him and Rock and roll heaven. 
Yeah, yeah, it'd be. <laughs> Would you say it like that? I kind of, I kind of think it was <laughs> up there with. Oh, let's see, Jimmy Page. Oh, yeah, he's definitely up there. <laughs> Notoriously good person. Yeah, notoriously dead person. <laughs> <laughs> a good guy, by all accounts. <laughs> yeah, I really like that song. I, I was commenting while it was playing that I, I don't love the latest remaster on mm-hmm. it, but it's just because I'm so used to the, the old one. Yeah, the remaster really brings out a, a lot of those backing vocals. You, you hear a lot more Danko in there, and I do mm-hmm. love some Danko. I should probably just give it give it some more time. I need to listen to it a little more. Yeah, just got to get used to it. But yeah, re, re, you know, the band. Lovely. So what, was, what was your criteria? What was your criteria for a depressing song? Oh, oh, Andy. Andy. I literally picked a lot of songs that I listen to when I am depressed. Uh, other than that, maybe some here and there for lyrical content. Sort of as an exercise um, in this one. Uh, I started to put the list together right after we had begun texting about it about a week ago. Um, and then just to kind of like almost in a method acting sort of way, I put the rest of it together in bed hastily last mm-hmm. night uh, as yeah. a depressed person would do. I see. Actually, it wasn't that hastily. It took me a while and it really like made me tired. Uh, but I think I, I think I got some pretty good picks here, Andy. I, I'm pretty excited for some of these. You really had to work hard to put yourself in that place. And it's not like a natural state for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 I'm normally a very, would a depressed person put 111 hours into <laughs> Elden ring and not be anywhere near the end. Um, I don't know how to answer that because I'm not depressed and I definitely did that same thing. So I'm I'm chilling on Mount Gelmir, man. I'm I'm, I'm up here on Gelmir looking down on all the sad folks. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, tell me more about the song that you played and your criteria. I I tried to pick songs that I I would listen to to pick myself up or songs that were were motivating. And I don't just mean the sound because there's a lot of songs that I can put on and the words don't really matter. Like they just are upbeat and fun, like when I'm going on a run or something. But I I specifically was looking for songs where it was more than just the music. Like the words are there to lift you up also. And so that Cox Sparrow song is maybe the best example of that that I could think of. Because it's all about, hey, you still have friends in this world. Uh, Get it together. Uh, Everything is going to be okay. Is kind of the theme of that song. That song's new to me. And I, I just learned about it because Titus Andronicus released a cover of it. Uh, and he wrote like this really passionate essay about how much it meant to him. And I was like, oh, I really like the, the Titus Andronicus version of it. And went back and listened to this other one. I was like, I don't know why they bothered to cover this song. Because like the recording is just perfect of this, the original version. It's so good. I probably listened to it like 30 times since uh, being introduced to it. But and I think that this song might even have been the reason that I wanted to do this theme. When I thought of that, there were a few others that popped into my mind immediately that I'm excited to talk about. One that uh, is not one of the ones, and I'm especially excited to talk about is the one I'll play next. This is a good song. <laughs> this is from this is from a discover my discoveries playlist that I didn't use for an earlier episode, but it oh, is one I've been putting the discovery on. Discovery Zone, yeah, uh, the, the DZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Where kids where kid goes to have fun. Is that the theme? 
Is that, is that what they? Anyway, uh, you know the band Gorilla Toss, Dan? It's about science, Andy. Oh, I love science. Um, I am familiar with a couple Gorilla Toss songs. Uh, a band that I, when I listen to them, I wonder why I I'm not I more familiar with them. Why I haven't listened to like their whole discography because it seems right up my alley. Yeah, Gorilla, like Gorilla Warfare, Gorilla Toss. This song's called Famously Alive, and it's about being alive.
That was Green Gold Gray by Shuta Hasunama. Pretty. Uh, featuring the tabla or talba. I'm not sure. Uh, the, the beautiful drum instrument. The, the player on that is, uh, his name is Yuzan. U dash Z H A A N. That's how I discovered this song. Big fan of that instrument. And he's a pretty prolific player. Uh, noticed recently that he fully scored one of those uh, Star Wars visions, oh. uh, little little anime things. I, I haven't seen it, but uh, uh, it's on his Spotify page there. Seems huh. pretty interesting. Really love that song. Uh, I, I was just kind of looking at his discography and listened to this album, uh, Two Tone. It's a collaborative album between him and, and Shuda, uh, who I don't know. But I assume it's the person singing on that track, and the song makes me extremely sad. And I listen to it whenever I am sad. Sure. Um, I, I like that he says that he hates the sun, he hates the rain, and then he, he even hates the song. Uh, he kind of repeats that. <laughs> and uh, that's the energy I'm going for, baby. Definitely. <laughs> That is some serious whiplash, those two songs together. I'm liking this. This is cool. Oh, yeah. Your head's going to hurt by the end of this thing. (laughs) So, Dan, we tried to start the episode by bringing back an old feature called Poking Around, but I don't think it it was ever clear that that's what was (laughs) happening. Uh, That was, in fact, the the newly reinstated. He's not newly reinstated, but... Steve Pokin's doing poking around on a blog now, except it's not mm-hmm. really the same thing that it used to be. Well, he's still investigating vomit smells. <laughs> well, that was we looked <laughs> through it, and that was the only one that was like the old version of poking around. It's now like poking around, and then person murdered on X Street. Like it's not some interesting local history fact. It's just something that bad that happened lately. The vomit one was the only. Yeah mildly intriguing one that we found anyway dan how is it going in springfield missouri it's awesome uh you know i i feel like there's new businesses opening up every day andy uh here we're getting a whataburger that's kind of i think what everybody is looking forward to everybody the state of missouri very chill place to be right now mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I, yeah i I I don't know, Andy. I have no clue. Uh, I I eat a couple different, you know, foods every once in a while. You yeah. know the names. New House. The New House. Their purple burrito. Mm. Uh, those are still as delicious as ever, but... New House, Purple House. You go to the Skull House still? The Bone House? Um, well, I was going... I was going to the church house, the gin house, and the outhouse um, over on highway number 19, mm. uh, trying to keep the city clean. But that that was in Nutbush. Andy, yeah. how's freaking Guangzhou, China? <laughs> it's, it's pretty, I don't know, man. It's good. You haven't been there a lot lately. Yeah, I just, I've been back for like five days and i've been convalescing for half of that because i just had eye surgery which we can talk about in a little bit probably shouldn't be doing this sitting in front of a computer but i'd Mm -hmm. be sitting in front of a tv mess you know not treating my eye right so might as well be doing something pretend productive huh yeah yeah Yeah, i I 
gallivanted about China for two weeks. Didn't did not come home uh, during that time. Actually, that's not true. I had a flight issue and spent the night in the apartment. I was at, I was in the, at the apartment for about seven hours one night before leaving again. But we weren't supposed to come back home. Dan, I went to Yunnan, took a food tour of uh, southern Yunnan province, which is the only place in China that has cheese. It's not a big cheese culture here, except in Yunnan. Dan, I had all kinds of different cheese. I had fried cheese. I had sweet breakfast cheese. Fried cheese on a stick. They fry it in a griddle, put it on a stick, and serve it to you on the street. Fantastic. Took a cooking class. I did a bunch of hiking. That was really great. Then I did a an, like a full hiking trip where I went to uh, this mountain range called Zhang Zha Zhe, which is the mountain range from the movie Avatar. Wow, you finally got there, Andy. I did get you, there. You said you were going earlier, and you I finally did. got there, and just in time for <laughs> Avatar Two, baby. For the way the way of water. I think that is what oh. the movie is called. Did you see any water there? Was was James Cameron there with a with a big fancy camera uh, filming little frogs or anything? You know what, Dan? I I didn't see him. But if the mountain range itself is any indicator, we're all going to get wet this winter. <laughs> we're going to get soaked oh, at the man. IMAX. It's such a great tagline that they picked for that. Get wet this winter. <laughs> Uh, at Avatar 2. Avatar. <laughs> and weird that it says all of that on the poster. Get mm-hmm. wet this winter at Avatar 2. <laughs> and, along with, you know, Avatar 2 being big. Uh, right up there with Sam Worthington. Do you remember uh, when the first Avatar came out? It was the same year as The Hurt Locker uh, from director Catherine Bigelow, sure. who used to be married to James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also directed a movie earlier in her career called the weight of water and now the avatar <sighs> movie is called the way of water coincidence wow. almost he's certainly really, he's crushing her seo for <laughs> for her early films for, it, just um, out of spite weirdly not an early not an early film uh, a middle mid-career film that is truly one of the most forgettable and bad movies not bad just totally unmemorable movie it's gonna be really forgettable now now that uh, you got the way of water, if anybody mm-hmm. brings up the weight of water, they'll just think that you're an idiot talking about uh, yeah. uh, Avatar 2. Avatar They're... 3, probably going to be called uh, uh, Avatar 3, the Hurt Looker. And then Strange four, probably... Days, but it's D-A-Z-E Strange days, of course, yes. Instead. Uh, what we got after that? I mean, there's, what, like six or seven of them planned. So five would probably be called uh avatar five you're gonna have uh, to pull one five dark 30 (laughs) (laughs) avatar five dark 30 yes yeah um and then avatar six i I committed to seven so Mm -hmm. uh avatar six is probably gonna be avatar six uh Point uh, <laughs> Avatar uh, Troit. <laughs> Avatar, yeah, okay. Uh, Avatar Seven, of course. Uh, point break, uh, and then parenthetical the points of our tails uh, breaking off mm, mm. after entangling together. Good job. Dan. I think they're going to be pretty good, actually. That's so good. that that was fun. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> 
a good time. Even so my I... parents have turned it off. <laughs> yes, your parents who you were commenting skipped the songs. <laughs> <laughs> they skipped the songs and the Dan parts. <laughs> <laughs> Comment in the post for this if I remember to make a post. Just say, I skipped the songs. If you do, in fact, skip the songs. If you don't skip the songs, post uh we love you, Andy. <laughs> yeah yeah that would be good that would be good i would love to to see the split on this (laughs) andy should i go ahead and play my next pick on this up down whiplash event if you must this is a two-part event truly i mean this is our first uh two-part series that we've done even though you did suggest that we should do small small songs a companion to big songs (laughs) look i got a lot of ideas (laughs) it's my curse oh it's coming folks small songs is happening it's on the docket um it's on our small calendar that we keep (laughs) all right andy this next song is it's one of the first songs that i can remember truly like just listening to to be sad Mm -hmm. Um, like this goes back to eighth grade hormones uh this is one of the originals for me. So uh, I was really glad that, you know, I got to get get depressed this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is uh, Vincent by Don McLean. Ooh. Starry, starry night. Paint your palette blue and gray. Look out on a summer's day. With eyes that know the darkness in my soul Shadows on the hills Sketch the trees and the daffodils Catch the breeze and the winter chills In colors on the snowy linen land Now I understand What you tried to say to me How you suffered for your sanity How you tried to set them free They would not listen, they did not know how Perhaps they'll listen now Starry, starry night Flaming flowers that brightly blaze Swirling clouds in violet haze Reflect in Vincent's eyes of china blue Colors changing hue Morning fields of amber grain Weathered faces lined in pain Are soothed beneath the artist's loving hand now I understand what you tried to say to me how you suffered for your sanity how you tried to set them free they would not listen they did not know how perhaps they'll listen now for they could not love you 
But still your love was true And when no hope was left inside On that starry, starry night You took your life as lovers often do But I could have told you, Vincent This world was never meant for one as beautiful Starry, starry night Portraits hung in empty halls Frameless heads on nameless walls With eyes that watch the world and can't forget Like the strangers that you've met The ragged men in ragged clothes A silver thorn, a bloody rose Lie crushed and broken on the virgin snow Now I think I know What you tried to say to me And how you suffered for your sanity And how you tried to set them free They would not listen, they're not listening still Perhaps they never
you know that one, Dan? Andy, I don't, but I I would like to. I, it's it's definitely gonna get a little green heart on my favorite streaming service. That is called the motivation song by a band called Self Minded, which is a Swedish, formerly Christian metal band that I liked in high school, and they are so good. They're so good. They made two albums. That was from their second album. They broke up and reformed uh, a new band under a different name. And that band isn't the, the new. The new band is called Benia Reach, and they have not been active since like 2006. Uh, I love that song. I've loved it for 20 years now, which is crazy because it, it truly does sound like it just could have come out. It could have just come out. Absolutely. Um, That's what I. I thought that it was something from like the last couple of years. No, the guy's got an incredible voice. I, I feel like his voice was kind of, uh, kind of like small and not as like deep and growly as was really popular at the time. It's so maybe they didn't fit in as much. Uh, so I, I have kept tabs on this, on this band and these people a little bit over the years, but, uh, I just started searching individual members, thinking maybe they have projects that weren't on labels, you know, that were main big enough to be easy to find, or whatever. So I searched the singer's name, and the first thing that came up with it was his personal Facebook page. His name is Ilka Vitasalo or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce things in Swedish, mm-hmm. but uh, it's awesome. He has all these public posts, and they're like very sincere. One of one of my favorites says. Uh, I have become a grandfather, smiley face, <laughs> which is just, uh, just great. He's also he also does his like top ten albums of every year, and he has all kinds of cool stuff. Like he's got this one that has like Royal Blood and Converge albums, and I don't know. He just seems like a cool dude. My the best though is he's updated every time he's gotten vaccinated, and in one of them, <laughs> I went down was reading the comments, and he's like having very like kind arguments with people about it and i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can find this one and read it oh yeah so some guy on there says so you finally become part of the establishment at last so sad to see how easily quote rebels become law-abiding citizens sad indeed (laughs) poop emoji poop emoji (laughs) and uh he has this real nice comment uh, in response, it's like, well, it seems we disagree again. To me, it's just stupid and irresponsible not to take the vaccine. Dude, didn't know you were already this much brainwashed. Perkelly, which I assume is a Swedish word. Anyway, um, they talk a little bit more. And then later, this dude, I'm just going to read what he said because I like found it pretty moving. This is a dude that, you know, I was into when I was very into Christian hardcore. I've never claimed to know what's true in the Bible or not. All of it might be or none of it might be or some in between. I don't even know if there's a God or not or several gods for that matter. I have no idea really. Neither does anyone else. That's why there's so many different religions and beliefs. One of them might be right or several of them or none of them. I'm leaning towards the latter, but then again, I have no idea. Neither does anybody else. This is his response to somebody like telling him the Bible told him not to get vaccinated. <laughs> Man, those Swedes, they're, they're, they're a literal sort. It just made me really happy to read it. It's like not all of these people that i was super into in high school have become uh awful as many of them have unfortunately that i went through down a rabbit hole of googling like members of bands i was into in high school and looking at their facebook pages (laughs) which uh (laughs) 
No, it wasn't great. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of warring factions in the old Christian metal scene now, and it's fun because you can oh, see yeah. some of them arguing with each other. Anyway, that song absolutely rules. I was so happy to have another moment with it, and I'm I'm sure I will continue to have moments with it for as long as I live. <sighs> oh yeah, I love to have a moment with it. Kiss it. <laughs> Kiss it on the neck. <laughs> Kiss it on the neck. <laughs> I'm going to play a rap song. I do like rap music. This is a pretty positive one. Uh, it's from a band called NWA. It's called Express Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, it's a lot of brothers. He does out rap there about being in prison, but it's still reality. pretty positive. Been doing all this dope producing. You had a chance to show <laughs> well, you got to stay positive there. So what you there. want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capabilities And now I'm living in correctional facilities Cause some don't agree with how I do this I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary But my technique is very necessary Blame it on Ice Cube Because he said it gets funky When you got a subject and a predicate Add it on a dope beat And it'll make you think Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach Cause they don't flow like this one You know what? I won't hesitate to this one or two before I'm through So don't try to sing this Some drop science Well, I'm dropping English Even if yella Makes it a cappella. I still express Yo, I don't smoke weed or sex Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage And brain damage on the mic Don't manage nothing But making a sucker and you equal Don't be another sequel Get loose in the summer, winter, spring, and autumn. It's Dre on the mic getting physical. Doing- 
want a job in WA is the lynch mob. It's a macabre, but you know you need this. And the knowledge is growing just like a fetus or a tumor. But here's the rumor. Dre's in the neighborhood and he's up to no good. When I start expressing myself, yellow slamming. Cause if I stay funky like this, I'm doing damage. Your armor be too hyped and need a straight jacket. I got knowledge and other suckers lack it. So when you see Dre, a DJ, on the mic, ask what it's like. It's like we're getting hyped tonight. Cause if I strike, it ain't for your good health. But I won't strike if you just spread yourself. So we never educated It ain't about races Poor and rich segregated Just to get the bacon dog You gotta go ham Used to be lost Until I found who I am But it took the hook To ink the palm on my hands Locked trying to get real creative With some spam Locked in the jam Cause a nigga served butter Just to get a little bread Had to keep the mayo smothered All I really wanted Was to overdub my vocals But no one ever thought That I would take it past local Highlight top of totem And somebody should have told him That if money grew on trees Being rich a dime a dozen So I'm smoking by my lonely, by my goddamn self I don't need your help, homie Cause don't nobody really know me Say nobody really know me See that's going on the limb And I used to sell trees and I used to rock Tim's Radio hair shit, fiends with the bins Back when granny used to tell me stay out the end Like Nicole Air out Trying to grow my whereabouts Gone for three days Ain't nobody ever heard about How I got through Jordans But that ain't too important When I got a bitch pregnant And I'm stacking for abortion And all I really wanted Was to get myself a portion Wet up off the handy Got a nigga self-absorbing Smoking on the bogey No bust down Who can I trust now? Old lady snitching Got the whole block down Now we gon' eat now No rebound When you boxed out Belly of the beast now Now you got me feeling trapped And I can't look back When the roller head is gold And the past was made of ash And I'm Going through the trash, trying to find a little treasure Living for the better, trying to get myself together So I'm smoking by my lonely, by my goddamn self I don't need your help, homie Cause don't nobody really know me I say nobody really know me Andrew Carr That was Danny Brown With Lonely Off That's of a good old. tune yeah, it is a good tune. It's one of my favorites off of that album, his uh, sophomore studio album. Man, that was a good time when that came out. What a what a time to to be into not quite underground, not quite mainstream rap, or just Danny Brown, I guess. Really like that song. It, it, it's a little upbeat, but uh, it, it's got downer lyrics. 
Mm. Danny's real good at a nice depressing rap. I, I almost picked something off of the B side of Triple X, uh, which has a whole bunch of kind of more depressing songs following the hardcore party side. A Andy, what the heck did you pick? Hmm. Tell me more about it. It was a song by NWA. I know yeah. that, and it was called Express Yourself. But. Called Express Yourself uh, with a sample from the song Express Yourself. It's just a real positive, fun song. Maybe the only positive, fun song that group ever did. That's not true. They actually <laughs> were a party rap band before and oh, after Ice, Ice Cube was, was in it. But, you know, I love that song. It's just a fun one to put on when you want to feel good. That's I don't have much like, more explanation than that. You know what's interesting about that Danny Brown album, Old? Tell me. It's that it now is old. It is. It's, it's almost <laughs> a decade old. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is interesting. I'm at the point in life where truly albums that i feel like just came out are having like 10 year and 20 year anniversaries uh that's that's odd it was called old because he was old for a rapper at that yeah. time yeah what well, what he was like 32 right yeah now he's 40 he's in his 40s 40 something huh. I, I i don't know that's that's cool seems like rap is a genre where you can do it when you're older I mean, you know, you see you see a lot of... Uh, I think it's just like anything else. A lot of people have uh, their best creative output whenever they're 18 because it's all been... Uh, it's, it's a culmination of all that youthful energy. But I, yeah. I think that's the case in, in with the rap and rock. I think anybody that you get with the longevity of a... I was about to say Kanye West, but his albums suck now. <laughs> um, uh, Jay-Z. I don't know. I'm not mm. that into Jay-Z's like, most recent albums. That's but true. I'm also not into his older albums all that much. Well, I'm Blueprint. thinking more along the lines of... like I went and saw Jay-Z, I guess it's been 10 years ago, but he, at that point he was playing 10, year olds, 10 15-year-old mm -hmm. uh, songs, and he still seemed cool, even though I think he was like 40 at that time maybe maybe oh he's probably like my age at that time whereas i've seen blink 182 and that is pathetic like them playing those songs uh at this point is really awful and not likable and i have a feeling uh several of the bands that i enjoy the most are probably that way at some point uh, it just is no longer endearing to be an angsty white guy with a guitar you know it probably just depends on the angsty white guy with the guitar, I suppose. And I'm sure that you have you'd have a lot of people disagreeing with you on 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 Blink 182 being pathetic right now. I, I think that they were pathetic the whole time, Andy. Um, <laughs> uh, I think you could I think you could argue that. I think uh, Green Day is maybe an example of a band who aged a little bit more gracefully, which is kind of kind of uh, I've kind of come around on them. Um, just just recently, like. Reading about it and listening to some of those old songs and realizing just how strong the writing is. Have you listened to... When was the last time you listened to When I Come Around? It's an incredible song. I Every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's I don't know. I got, I got off on that. Dan, I'm going to play... What, what do we call it? A, a spring food three-pack... Ooh, what were we calling it? I think I, it, I think it was a three pack. I think it was a traditional spring food three pack. Mm -hmm. You're gonna hit us with the three piece, um, then you're gonna come back. You're gonna tell us all about the wonderful three songs you played 
Hopefully you're going to tell us about that dang eye of yours, Andy, because the listeners are on the edge of their freaking seats sure. right now. Wondering, We're going to do three-pack too, right? Eye? Does it look weird? Uh, <laughs> and I can tell you, listeners, it does. It always does it? has. <laughs> Yeah, they both look really freaking weird, dude. I'm sorry. But I got that de-weirding observation. I don't know if like the pupils are too small or if there's just too much of the, the whites. Uh, but uh, I've not been you, doing anything to make my pupils small. You look like a creepy pasta. Andy, hit me with the three-piece. Oh, well, one thing is for sure, Dan. I'm a street-walking cheetah with a heart full of napalm. I'm a street-walking cheetah with a heart full of napalm. I'm a runaway son of the nuclear age. 
nigga, I don't press people button Nobody chaps, come face me with something Like how I have 22 and them is something Then it's for you, so who gon' get the next dozen? I press trigger, I don't press people button Nobody chaps, come face me with something Like how I have 22 and them is something Then it's for you, so who gon' get the next dozen?
That was indeed a punk rocker. Not just a punk rocker. The punk rocker, Dan. That's Iggy Pop, or rather Teddy Bears featuring Iggy Pop. But let's roll it back to the first piece of the three-piece? Three-pack. Please, Andy. Please. (laughs) The first is just as classic as any song could possibly get. That's Search and Destroy by Iggy and the Stooges. Not the Stooges. Iggy and the Stooges is a different entity with a different lineup. I like to delineate them in my mind. I'm sure I'll talk about it. I probably already have on this very RSS feed. Uh, That's the 1997 Iggy Pop mix. David Bowie did the original mix, which is a lot quieter. This one has every single level in the red. It's so loud. It's supposed to hurt, and it does. Uh, it's pretty positive. It's more just like more about self confidence and like sheer positivity. Because I don't know that having a heart full of napalm is necessarily a positive thing, but sure, sure. feels good if you're getting revved up for the day mm-hmm. or for sleep, like I'm doing right now, uh, or if you're on stage, uh, <laughs> just all bloody uh, with uh, excrement in your pants. <laughs> yeah, it's not like him. <laughs> he does blood. You sh- you you're telling me Iggy Pop never made in his pants during a performance, Andy. I don't know. I wasn't there. You can't tell me that with a straight face. Speaking of pants, this next artist wears them often. It's Robin. Yeah, yeah, she is known for that. This the song Cobra Style from her 2005 self-titled album Robin. She's been a star for a long time, longer than anybody's ever really a pop star. Uh, again, I think she's also Swedish. A lot of Swedish artists. Wow. Two. Two, specifically. Well, three if you count Teddy Bears, because this is, in fact, a track produced by the group Teddy Bears, and it is a cover of a Teddy Bears song. Dan, they just remade their wow. own song with Robin for Robin's album, and followed that up with Teddy Bears featuring Iggy Pop. That's right. Teddy Bears, wow. really interesting band. They were a very brash punk band that slowly morphed into being a pure pop band that does a lot of features and production work. Middle whiplash. Pretty cool, all positive. That Iggy Pop feature on the Teddy Bears track, that's actually Teddy Bears redoing a track of theirs from six years earlier, just having Iggy Pop sing it. And uh, I think it rules. I think it's really, really cool. Uh, anyways, that's a spring food three pack. Wow, Andy, that was pretty satisfying. Those all uh, kind of came together. They had like themes of like you know uh, redoing your own art and uh, mm. remastering, and uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, I I'm sure that whenever I hit you with my three piece, it'll be just like that. I bet they'll all be super connected. And, <sighs> uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that wasn't about you. I'm so tired. What time? What time you got there now, Andy? Nine fifty-six. What time are we looking at? We should do more time updates on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People <laughs> will figure out. Wait a second. I've been listening for an hour and fifteen minutes, and yet only forty minutes has passed for them. Well, this is very weird for me because you're saying you, you got fifty-six on the dial. Mm. I'm looking at nine oh four here. So we've got the hours, but then there's also an eight-minute difference? That can't be right. Yeah, which one of us is off? I'm, I'm showing 904. I'm on Mac, baby. That's Steve Jobs time. That's coming Check straight your from phone. the freaking What's your phone say? 
it says 857 it does seem my uh <laughs> clock on my computer is seven eight minutes off okay cool well figured that out now that's what i call podcasting that was pretty fun andy that was pretty fun do you want me to go ahead and hit you? I don't even. Am I required to hit you with no, a three piece? Do I? Not does, at all. Do I have to make a three piece to match your three piece? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just drop a two piece on you. Sure, that's good. I mean, heck. Uh, well, maybe I'll just do a one piece, just a one single piece. But it's enough song to fit a full three piece. I hope you got nine minutes handy, Andy. Oh, I do because this is a depression anthem. You're going to want to get in the pit and try to love someone Mm. when you hear Wasted Days by Cloud Nothings. Oh, it's so good.
that was again wasted days by yeah. cloud nothings if you're listening to the show right you needed an update because it had been nine minutes since you heard me say it the first <laughs> time god andy i love that song it, me I, too. I, it could almost go on either uplifting or depressing because oh, it really you know it's pure depression for me <laughs> that's one i have to be careful with because i thought i would be more than this yeah. is uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> a sentiment that can really get to me sometimes yeah yeah man that one is a that that is a uh, a pretty universal one i think they really hit on something there uh wh- what listen album that listen, is the second song we played off of that, that album was like 24 <laughs> he didn't even know yet I know. I know. He was 24 and in a room with freaking Steve Albini. He, <laughs> there was more. He won. With that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that does suck to think that even he was singing about that. But I got stuff going on, Andy. Yeah. I almost chose uh, Am I Something off of Cloud Nothings. I think most recent album. They may have released another one since then. I think we've chatted on it on yeah. the old version yeah. of the show around the time it came out. I'm a big fan of that. A lot shorter of a song. But, man, what what other opportunity am I going to have? Unless we do, like, the long songs sometime. Which we will. We'll, we'll, we'll drop a four-hour episode on you with some real long songs. <clears throat> God, I can't get over how good that song is. <laughs> Oops, how did that get there? <laughs> it's from our so how's friends. that going to play on the podcast? <laughs> just, just like it did. <laughs> wow, that was that was very surprising. I really liked that, Andy. Um, you know, tell me whatever you want about that. Every day is a new day. Please tell me about your freaking eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good transition, actually. I, I feel so alive. Mm. Uh, Andy, tell us about your eye surgery. <laughs> oh, boy, Dan, what a disaster. If, if we want to rewind, which I'm not going to go back and find the clip, but we can rewind all the way back to March of 2021. When I announced to our faithful audience, and honestly, thank you all for your faith. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your faith. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to say that. When I announced uh, that month that I had, in fact, uh, paper cut my eye with a movie mm-hmm. ticket, yeah. Dan, it would not heal. Uh, I went back to the doctor, I think, seven or eight times because the cut would reopen. And eventually, it was determined that I needed to have surgery on my eye to remove all of the cells around the cut so it could mm-hmm. stop trying to heal. Basically, they scooped it out, Dan. Very cool. Uh, Very so that cool. They could, so now it can just heal anew, uh, with help, re- replenish the whole area with healthy cells. It did do it with a laser, uh, which is kind of cool. Now... I had an experience that really makes me appreciate American healthcare. <laughs> if you can, if you can believe such an experience is possible. Oh, did you not get to choose between your providers, Andy? Well, um, I because did. that's I what to... I appreciate about our healthcare <laughs> is that I have a choice. <laughs> right? It's not about like things to do with my body, but between providers, hey, you can choose who to tell you no. I'm sorry. Please, please continue. 
Well, there there are several like Western style hospitals. See, Chinese medicine is a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that seems very suspicious and quack like by Western standards, and I just don't have an interest in messing with that stuff. So I tend to go to the two Western hospitals that are close by if I have something going on. Now, Western style hospital that's smothered and covered. Yeah, they all wear ca- cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Howdy, y'all. And they call all the women ma. Uh-huh. And <laughs> there's, there's always calves being birthed and feed, mm-hmm. fed with those oversized baby bottles. I got to get me one of those. Yeah, and there's all saloon doors. I love going. You, you, you love some saloon doors. <laughs> Click your spurs. I love going to the Western yeah. hospitals. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. uh I went there. Uh, actually, I went to uh, three separate occasions to have this addressed and had it addressed temporarily. Anyway, it was determined that I needed to have surgery, but they did not have the equipment at the Western Hospital then, so I had to go to a public hospital, uh, and it's specifically a hospital for eyes because in a city of 18 million people, you don't just have like a hospital where you go to yours and you have everything all on site there like we do in Springfield, Missouri at Mercy or Cox. Uh, each hospital is for like a specific type of exam or whatever. So it's just an, a nine story eye hospital. This building's like the size of Mer- the Mercy building and it's all eyes. Now, you know how when you go to a doctor at home and all the tests you need to have done, they can pretty much just do right there all at once. It is not like that. Here, here, even if you go to the optometrist, all the different tests you have to do, you have to wait in a separate line for each one. And so I spent two full, like, business day length days at the hospital doing, like, waiting in lines to do all the preparation, all the tests needed to prepare for this uh, operation, which is horrible because, like, the culture of queuing is much different here. You don't line up so much as you just all smash together in front of where the line is and try to get to the front. And it is very much first come first serve. And let's say that you maybe don't speak the language. It's a lot more complicated also. Uh, so I did have an interpreter there with me, which uh, helped tremendously. I mean, it was completely necessary, but anyway, it's awful. I'm not claustrophobic, but I uh, really started to struggle when entering like hours five through eight of being around, yeah. you know, that many people. Could you la- could you liken it to a concert? I mean, that's the only like thing I can really imagine. Yeah, but inside and without air conditioning. <laughs> oh, so um, a concert at the Shrine Mosque. Got yeah, it. similar to that. Actually, some some Understood. of the rooms had air conditioning, some didn't. I don't want to misrepresent it as being that level of miserable the whole time. But you sweat. It's hot. Whenever it's a hundred degrees outside, even when there is AC and you know a thousand people in a room, it's uh, no exaggeration. It's like the floor is open and there's like five hundred people in there. Anyway, I'm all over the place with this. I did eventually get everything I needed done to get to go do the operation. Now, the actual operation day, I had to stand in lines for two hours to do pre-op stuff. And then this was really the craziest thing. Uh, I don't know if you've had a situation you've been operated on, but not to brag, Dan, but I've done it a few times at this point. Had a few surgeries. Sure. Everything is very... Uh, everything is sanitized. It's very like antiseptic in there. Sterile. I'm not saying it wasn't sterile, but what I am saying is that they do two surgeries at one time in the operating room right next to each other. And there's a line for who's next in the operating room 
watching other people get operated on. I walked in there with just the other person that I had been in line with, and they opened the door, and we're just watching people have their eyes operated on. Like, no exaggeration, with instruments, digging Mm -hmm. in the eyes. So I've now seen another person have eye surgery. That'll get you hyped up for your own eye surgery. Yeah. And, like, I really, I have no issues with that stuff. Like, I can't imagine as someone who gets sick at the thought of that kind of thing. I thought it was really interesting. I was just like, you're, you, you're, uh, you, you had your phone out and were like <laughs> trying to zoom in and get pictures. <laughs> no, they took my phone. Okay. Oh, I would have okay. got a selfie for sure. Like a peace sign, like <laughs> peace sign pointing at my eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eventually it is my turn. So I lay down and they don't put you out. They just numb your eye. You see the operation happening to your own eye. It's crazy. Very cool. Like they're just digging in, digging in there. Mm-hmm. They do all this. They do like ten minutes of prep with u- utensils. They took a fork and a knife, and they're just like clearing stuff out. And then the actual laser takes five, ten seconds. And supposedly they make like a hundred plus little tiny cuts all at once. Like whatever needs to be done. And Dan, you can smell it. You oh yeah, smell it like you smell the tooth grinding at the dentist. Uh, yes, that's like the experience that I have had. The burnt eye smell. So yeah, you've had the, you, like that. If you had the laser eye thing, no, no. I but I've had uh, a tooth extracted that mm. they had to get in there with the little saw and yeah. uh, for had had that going on for a good hour or so. Oof. Yeah, it was it was it was very similar smell, Andy. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, wasn't fun. Isn't <laughs> fun really right now. Sucks. My eye hurts. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, it's it's the moment like moments like these you realize that everything I do involves looking at a screen. Like everything I do for fun mm-hmm. that isn't hanging out out like outside hiking or whatever, running, is just looking at a screen. Uh, passive yeah. entertainment or actively working on something. All screens. I'm just gonna my eyes just gonna hurt. Uh, that's what's gonna happen. That's how this sure. goes. If I'm gonna. We use this time to do anything at all. I'm going to have a painful eye. So uh, I've honestly, I've been in misery this whole time. I, not not purely, but like physical pain this entire time we've been doing this. It's not great. You know what my dad does to relax, Andy? And this is something that I envy so much about him. And I think it's really like really cool. Mm-hmm. He He will, he closes his eyes, puts on headphones and listens to music. He yeah. listens to his Led Zeppelin and closes his eyes and like sings along and you can see his little fingers like doing a, a little mini John Bonham on his knee. And that's like his favorite thing to do. That's awesome. So maybe you should get into that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just give those eyes a rest, uh, throw on your favorite freaking, I don't know. What do you like? <laughs> imagine i still didn't know what kind yeah, of music what i liked. what do i like i i did i made a 28 song playlist for this damn but then i you know you separate wow. them into categories in your head like which ones are exactly right which ones like meet mm-hmm. whatever standards i have i really only have one maybe two more that uh can that fit with the theme that i feel good about do you how many more do you have well it's kind of nuts i i just uh 
was shocked at how many songs you had picked. I looked at my playlist count. It is 28 songs exactly. Whoa! I probably only have a couple more that uh, would really go. As is usually the case, I'll usually pick around this many songs and uh, look at them during the show and be like, but that song, I don't, I'm not going to play that song. All right. Uh, I'll also, I usually pick a couple from an artist. I'll pick like three mm. from an artist and then yeah. decide right there on the spot, Andy, because that's what the listeners deserve. I want to do some some honorable mentions, some ones that are like Please. maybe a little too too basic uh, to have included. Like there's some really great songs that I really love for this purpose, but they're songs that most people already know. So like uh, the middle, the Jimmy Eat World song. It just takes some time Even though they say "little girl," which is weird now, <laughs> that song's great. Daft Punk, "Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger." And of course, if you're going to do that, you can also do the Kanye West song "Stronger." My train of thinking with that was: wait a second, there's like five old Kanye West songs that are really great for this, also. Oh, yeah, and I think yeah. "Power" is probably the best one sure. of those. Off of his depression album. Well, I, yeah. I guess every album from then on has been his depression album. It's true. Uh, uh, I played this song, If You Can't Do It Good, Do It Hard by Against All Logic on a ooh, previous yeah. playlist episode. That's one. Can't do it good, do it hard. Do it hard. Can't do it good, do it hard. Do it hard. Can't do it good, do it hard. Do it hard. Can't do it good, do it hard. Do it hard. Can't do it good, do it hard. rock songs, uh, The House That Heaven Built by Japan Droids. It's just like one of this great, the greatest kiss-off songs of all Whips. time. That song absolutely rules. Uh, Smooth Sailing by Queens of the Stone Age. Really great. I almost picked uh, a song from this album for the Depression. Perhaps the most classic kind of positive, uplifting song of my generation, at least, is Wake Up by Arcade Fire, which is the most basic pick imaginable. This song's so good. I'm not going to play it, but you know created such an enormous amount of work for myself just now do you have any really good honorable mentions need you to send them in a list in the chat when you're done andy i had a couple more uh saturday by yola tango the room was filled with talk for anyone listening i found a spot by the I don't really know that the lyrical content of it is all that depressing, but it is a very kind of minor song that that certainly makes me sad. Uh, Lost Somebody by A Tribe Called Quest. Honestly, whenever I played the Danny Brown song, I almost stopped it a couple seconds in and switched to Lost Somebody. Uh, Their 
kind of mournful uh, Fife Dog tribute from We Got It From Here, their, their last album uh, that I really love. And I, I love that song. A uh, great song about mourning. Mm. Uh, had Old September Blues by My Morning Jacket off of the Tennessee Fire. Oh. What a song that one is. Very sad. Um, that's probably all I got. How, how many did you say you had left that you're actually going to grace the listeners with? Oh, one. Just one, Andy? Just one? you got to give up more than one. Andy, if we just got one left, there's a couple songs I could play, but there's one artist. This guy makes me pretty depressed. Uh, he's got a sad story himself. He wrote a lot of really great, sad songs. Some of them uh, are set to pretty uplifting music. This one, Andy, is not. Hmm. It is called Everything Means Nothing to Me by Elliot Smith. Hmm. Someone found the future as a statue in a fountain and attention looking with a blue songbird on his shoulder who keeps singing over everything everything means nothing to me everything means nothing to me everything means nothing to me I picked up the song and found my picture in the paper the reflection That's a sad one, Andy. Uh, I, had, I had a couple different Elliot Smith songs. You know, like I said, they they make me pretty sad. I was going to play Ballad of Big Nothing, but then got on my freaking case with my first song for sounding too uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. 
yeah. I'm excited to switch off, Andy. I, I know you're going to close us out with one more, but uh, I really like this idea. How are you going to approach the, the the depressing songs? My policy is going to be that the words uh, have to be depressing, but the music does not necessarily have to be depressing. But the words have to bl- have to be noticeably depressing to the extent that they have some like ironic function with the happy music like that that's allowed sure but the ones that i have on my list so far i think are mostly just uh very sad (laughs) songs yeah (laughs) i only have one on my list and it's a companion piece to a song that i did not play so probably Ah, gonna scrap that (laughs) okay (laughs) my last song dan i really love it's by the band Kiss. It's one of my dad's all-time favorite songs, and I got super, I got into it because dad was into it. I think I probably talked about it before where he's written these emails to the family that are like called Songs of My Life, and he'll just like write a little personal essay about a song that he likes, and he wrote one about this song, Shout It Out Loud by Kiss. It's one that he grew up listening to. It means a lot to him, and now it means a lot to me. It's just a song that makes you feel really good that's about willing yourself to feel really good which is a great thing to have in your life i love it very much love my dad too still last concert i went to that i didn't play at was the band kiss in the year 2020 yeah really hope literally any band i like is on tour uh during the four weeks i'm going to be home hopefully later this year we'll see Want to see a band, Dan? Want to see some Andy, bands? I, you know, I will keep my eyes out. I'm sure you are too. But uh, yeah, I, I, I will. If if I see something, I'll say something. That's always my policy. Do you have that rage show coming up? Um, my rage show isn't until 2023. Mm. It seemed like uh some of the hoot and holler folks uh I saw him yesterday or maybe it was just Josh Arnett. So uh, some people from around here He's in Chicago. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm seeing him in St. Louis, May 2023. Wow, that's so crazy. Three years after. Yeah, maybe his leg will be fixed by then. I was going to say. So you, <laughs> you, you will hopefully be see him. You will hopefully be see him standing. Uh-huh. Is the yeah. sentence I almost said. I will hopefully uh, be see him standing. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited for that one. Zach, uh, Brad, Tom, and the other guy. Uh, okay, then I can't come. <sighs> all right well i guess that's gonna wrap up the show dan no discovery this week even though i had a really good one oh, we can do it again next time who cares here is shout it out loud by the band kiss one of the all-time great rock and roll numbers thanks for living thanks for living thanks for listening yep. to the seventh iteration of radio spring food this is our 10th episode we've put out since spring food mo ended can you believe it dan Wow, 10 episodes. And yet, (laughs) still more episodes than a podcast from Springfield has released. Welcome them back, by the way. They just put out out a couple episodes. Uh, One of them has... It's unlistenable due to the audio. So I'm sorry about that, fellas. (laughs) It's got to be really tough. Uh, I truly love that show and love those guys. Really great. Could not listen to that episode. Yeah. I'm here to help. Good thing to mention. I'm here to help. I can't every anything I can do. I've already talked to Dustin. He knows. He knows my assistance is available. Uh, anyway, I'm here too, Dustin. Not to help though. <laughs> 
Shout out to those guys. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to you, Dan. Shout out to Gene and Paul and the two guys that replaced the other guys that were in Kiss. Shout out to God. Mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola, shout out to him. Still kicking. Big Still going to make one more movie. FFC. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Catherine Bigelow. Mm. Uh, shout out to Dan- James Cameron. Shout out um, to Catherine Keener and Catherine Hahn. A lot of great Catherines out there. Shout out to Brian De Palma. Mm. He's still with BDP. us. And like, I just feel like we should really shout him out more often. Um, did you already say shout out to God? Yeah. I never forget them. Do you smell that? You got to treat yourself like number one. I treat myself like I'm getting number one to on. 